Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rough Stuff, the podcast where we invite our comedian and funny friends on and have them tell embarrassing stories from childhood. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bridget Greenberg, and uh, there was a period of time where I got really into CrossFit. Oh, no. No, Bridget, no. Are I'm you so surprised? I, I met, I'm glad I met you after that time. Like, I'm glad yeah. I know you now. Um, and I yeah. am also another co-host. Well, just the other, the only other one, I guess. Uh, my name is Sarah Griffith. And for dinner tonight, I am having a combination box of wine and Cheez-Its. You sent me this picture and it is literally a, a, it is they're a connected. Box, it is a box of wine. It could not be more simple. It is a box of wine attached to a box of Cheez-Its. Delicious. Great. Amazing. And uh, with us is a comedian, writer, actress, a friend of the pod and me, Teresa Lee. Oh, that uh, rhymed. That was fun. Hi. Oh, yes. Hi. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, embarrassing thing. Well, I really panicked. and I was like, oh, my God, there's so many. But the most recent one I can think of is I, uh, I thought there was a ghost in my house. But then I realized it was probably the earthquake because a bunch of stuff fell and I was terrified. But there is an unsolved mystery part of it uh, that still makes me think there might be a ghost. But most likely it was the earthquake. Well, what's yeah? What's the unsolved? Yeah, you know, part? you know, you got to dive into the unsolved <laughs> well, part. Well, the first part was spooky, and then it made sense as an earthquake. It's the same wall, so I think that wall probably foundationally shaky or something. But uh, it's actually the wall I'm facing right now. You can't see it, but it's in my kitchen. But one of the screws of my light switch was like noticeably out. And then that's the kind of thing you don't notice when it's not out. So when I noticed it was out and I lived by myself, I was like, that's weird. That's a very ghosty thing. And then I was screwed it back in and I was like, well, it, maybe it was out this whole time. But, you know, when in the back of your head, you're like, no, it wasn't because right. I didn't notice. Yeah. Um, but I so that was like a, I'm pretty sure was from one of the earthquakes. But then I hadn't connected the dots. And then like two days ago, because there was a big earthquake last week. But I don't yes. remember what day the screw thing happened, but I'm pretty sure it was after. I just didn't connect the dots. But then two days ago, yeah. I came downstairs. Uh, I like went to bed super late, too. It was like 3 a.m. So I remember seeing these frames on that same wall were still on the wall. And then I came downstairs in the morning, and they were like on the floor as if they had fallen <sighs> off. But one was kind of far away, like in a way that felt like it could have fallen in balance. You don't know. But it was weird, and it definitely spooked me. Um, and I was like, that's so weird. And then I texted my boyfriend and he was like, earthquake question mark. I think there might've been one yesterday. Maybe like I didn't feel it. And I was like, oh, that yep. makes so much sense. And then it connected the dots for the screw. But here's the unsolved <laughs> mystery part. Okay. I hung the, uh, with one of those command strips that have like two Velcro sides. Yeah. Right. There's two, two frames that fell off. And I went to just like Velcro it back on because that's the whole point of it. And one of the, Vel on both of them, the Velcro is missing on the other side, which is very strange. But then I, it's weird. an unsolved mystery because I'm like, I guess there's a possibility it was never there, but that also didn't make sense. And I didn't really want to think about it. So I haven't put them back up yet. Yeah, uh, you also well, uh, should hang stuff better than yeah, command Velcro true. command. But also well, they're just tiny little frames, and it's you know what I mean, right? It's two Velcro, so the, the yes. right. two yeah. two of them fell down, and their the other si Velcro side is on. But when I went to hang it back up, it's just the sticky part, which I feel like there's obviously possibility somehow I did it wrong. But I just I feel that's like weird. When I, that's really weird. I, I also so weird. honestly <laughs> would not attribute an earthquake to why a screw would come out. 
of its position. You're like if that was the case, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm sorry. Welcome to Rough Stuff Ghost Edition. We're going to be dedicating the entire episode yeah. to figuring this out. Well, I'm not. I'm not a ghost person. But uh, Bridget I'm, just I'm looked cur- behind her. By the way, no one else could see that. But Bridget literally just looked behind her shoulder in a scary room. <laughs> Oh, well, and it's family photos, so that's also. I was like, maybe it's a friendly family ghost. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, no, I'm currently uh, coming to you guys live from a uh, pretty remote cabin in Vermont. <laughs> haunted, haunted um, that is house. not a joke. That is literally. Uh, no, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm I'm currently in a, a pretty. I'm in the woods. Huh, and, interesting. Uh, I I I came out here to spend some. What's time that with behind you, Bridget? That spooky face. <gasps> yeah, I mean, this it's also just there are bears everywhere. And uh my family being East Coasters uh go to bed much earlier than I'm accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So I will be like the only one in this house up till mm. you know 3 a.m. and I genuinely hear grinding inside of the walls when everyone is asleep. Uh this incessant that is, grinding noise. Yeah. I feel like that is a spooky thing as being up uh when everyone else is asleep i i get that a lot and i've just decided that it's just my neighbors that's a way that yeah. i've just decided whether it's true or not because it sometimes sounds like there's noise in my house but i can't find it and it'll sound like yeah. it's coming from the other room and i go and nothing's there but i do have like i'm in a townhouse so i you know i do share walls so i'm like it's yeah. quite possible the way the sound travels is just sounding like that, I hope, because the other possibility is um, some a man is living in my house secretly sneaking around at night, which is also terrifying. So, when I was a kid, I was uh, certain that there was a person living in our vents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was so certain of it because I would look at uh, our air conditioning, and I think it was just like a tube or something, <laughs> oh but it God. looked like the top of a bald man's head. Oh my and God. I was positive. I would not like that. that there was a well, man. See, and I what never do you do about it. that? Like, if okay, l- like this is the kind of thing I've had to just accept for my anxiety is like, if unless I'm actively able to prove it, because maybe, maybe we all have people living on events. If we don't know, right? Like, it's, maybe. I mean, like I saw Parasite. Like, sorry to spoil it, but um, <laughs> if if <laughs> this was an ecosystem, living- like I don't know, but I'm not talking about like a random psycho killer, which would be scary. But by now they would have. T- made their move they would have done something right you know that actually comforts me sometimes at night when i'm like laying in bed and i'm and i start to have those thoughts i go you know what if someone's gonna attack me i've been here for like six hours like they had all the opportunity in the world yeah they would have by now so i don't know but if okay so the truth is if there really was like this is what comforts me the most is i'm like what's the worst possibility so maybe there's an ecosystem of people living in vents and they're really great at hiding and you know what i haven't even really suffered besides maybe paintings falling hey, that's not too bad. Then I just have to be like, okay, fine. I accept it. Because the other the other version is just living in fear. Unless I could prove it, which I really can't. And I really don't think there is. But I just have to entertain that for my anxiety's sake. And it's like, I yeah. guess that's not the worst case. Maybe I'd feel my vi- privacy violated. But like, also, whoever it is is living in an event, and I'm sure that's not their first choice. So then I guess it's fine. Like, sure, but watch me when I'm not when I'm. You know, sleeping. when you when know. you put it like that, I support them. Actually, yeah. I hope they are. Honestly, <laughs> I hope they're yeah. doing well. You know, that it's, can't it's, be. It's, it's they're hard not out there. hiding to watch me. They are hiding, and watching me is a side side effect just, because yeah. they can't get out. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with this. That's fine. That's definitely because uh, I I don't think like I never addressed this fear of mine with my parents because I knew it was irrational and I knew it was anxiety. So uh, I never did that. But that's probably like if I had Lexapro at the time, 
I'd be like, <laughs> no, they're chill. Um, if I had that help. Should we start the show? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. What Let's are we doing do for derailing? Oh, no. It's... Who cares? <laughs> you know who what, though? Can I, can I say genuinely? Because I kind of had a this is a great segue i swear to god um in the <laughs> middle of the night i just like woke up with a start like wide awake because my light all of a sudden turned on and this is a very bright light just like burst oh open and i was terrified like i literally just my eyes kept scanning my room for like where where's the person who's here where's the person because i just like in that split second i just convinced myself somebody just turned on my light no one's here uh-huh. um so i was like terrified and then I actually did start to feel embarrassed. See, segue. <laughs> um, because like, <laughs> in, like in the 30 seconds that I truly was like wide awake in be- like completely petrified, my mm. printer started to make a noise. And oh. then I realized there was a power surge in my neighborhood. And ah. of course, everything mm. that was plugged into the outlets that were affected just like came right awake. But it gotcha. is like, I felt, silly but also like very justified like yeah totally right oh you you shouldn't feel bad about so i mean i mean i'm sure this is all related to being embarrassed but like i think that's why it's so important to acknowledge it and then you can understand it like sometimes you're embarrassed because it's just shame sometimes you can listen to it in this case it means your body was doing the right like your alarm system that is true and then you checked in and said false alarm. But if you didn't have an initial reaction, like there's no way until you woke up to know whether there was a real issue or not. So it's you should actually be like, good job, body, for waking me up. And true, now I'll true. just go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, yeah. though, those instincts kick in like for no reason all the time anywhere. Like when like, <laughs> it's like just you a know, test, though, I, I constantly am like, yeah, but they're probably but- not no reason. I bet your body picks up on stuff and it's just yeah. and then you do the scan and you're like, no, nothing to worry about here. So instead of going, oh, I'm so silly or paranoid, you should go. Oh, cool. Now I'm going to adjust my, my, I call it the AI within our brain because it's just our brain, but I feel <laughs> like it's this on is brand for you too, but this, this is how actually AI, it's, right? It's, but the, literally organic brain learns. So instead of ignoring yeah. it, you go, okay, what was it? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe it was just a noise I barely heard, or maybe like something actually did spook me and I can acknowledge process and move on. And then next time I'll be better at picking it up. That's good. Also, printers are haunted machines. They make noises. Printers are spirits. They make noises constantly and for no reason. Printers are spirits (laughs) like a Miyazaki film. Like they they crawl into Mm. our lives because I swear to God, every printer knows when you're late or stressed out about something because that's when they'll break. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That is it. Interesting. Yeah. They haven't been updated since they've been invented. It's been the same technology since the start. (laughs) It's a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Get rid of your printers. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. That's an agenda for a different time. Uh, Let's let's (laughs) talk a little bit about... That's a different podcast. (laughs) The anti-printer podcast. Um, Let's... uh, Talk about your uh, a more fun thing about your childhood. Yeah, let's talk uh, about my awful childhood. No, I'm just kidding. You're all- <laughs> yeah. No, well, I lived in an event. Yeah, if you like, <laughs> I'm in an event right now. Don't yeah, let the family in- hear me. <laughs> Don't- yeah, you have. I was the event all along. <laughs> it's very bold of you to be podcasting from your vent. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a. <laughs> there would be for sure someone uh, who uh, got bold enough living in their vent to be like, I could do a podcast. Yeah, like 
I mean, we're all kind of living in vents right now. Like, we're all stuck. Uh, And so... Yeah, so like we all have to find some normalcy. How long into vent life do you start just going about your day? Vent life. Vent life. <laughs> vent life. All about Damn. that vent life. But yeah, um, besides the vents that you, uh, you know, mm. scampered mm-hmm. about, um, mm-hmm. what uh, your like peak childhood, you know, awkward phase? <laughs> Give us an insight Still into in like it. what that. Still in it. Give us uh, give us an insight into who who you were back in those fun days. Yeah, sure. Um, no, I yeah, I feel like pretty uh, pr- pretty. Uh, what's the word? Pre- like I I I think it's a very defined uh, period of my life. So I think I I conjure up a good image. Um, yeah. I definitely now as like a thirty year old. Uh, don't tell anyone my age. No, I'm just kidding. It's definitely <laughs> been a lot. Like there's like been a weird coming back around where I've like now really love her and appreciate all the yeah. weird stuff that I like I was into and how weird I acted and all the like parts of me that made me me that embarrassed yeah. me. I guess. So now I feel like more than ever I do feel like really similar to her but obviously there was like a big gap in between where I was like awkward hated it really tried to like oh, rebrand yeah. tried to like yeah. fit in and then uh go off you know onto weird in my yeah. 20s just partying and then now I feel like I've come <laughs> back so in yeah. a weird way like she it was very similar to who I am now um but less confident I guess um yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a big part of like I think why you get so uncomfortable with yourself and like why that period is awkward is because you're constantly trying to change it Mm -hmm. and then as you get older you just kind of like fall back into who that was that default mode and you're just like no I'm cool just not trying anymore and being whoever this person was yeah so that period I would say probably like uh end of mid like I would say like freshman year eighth grade freshman year yeah um and then like I finally started feeling better as you know it's like that that kind of classic right. preteen into teen no maybe yeah. not preteen I guess literally what is that yeah how do we define I feel like these ranges are always changing it's like it's like 13 yeah, it's like 14 a- yeah that age yeah yeah adolescent adolescent I, I hate the word like pre prepubescent is a gross word it is it is <laughs> that's a but horrible also, word i know like 13 you're technically a teenager but to me that's still being preteen. like teen starts yeah. when you're 15 <laughs> like 15 year so. old yeah i think when i was 13 i felt like a teenager looking back 13 feels so young yeah yeah my 13 yeah. so what was kind like of such an event too like that was like oh my god i'm mm-hmm, turning 13 mm-hmm. well i became a woman <laughs> at 13 on your birthday so uh well no i didn't get oh, I got for bat mitzvah. oh you did bat mitzvah i yeah i got bat mitzvah uh <laughs> not i thought you meant you literally got later. your period on i thought oh, no, like no. i was like damn that's some like that body clock is that, on it yeah that like, it was just 13, on it here you go well when i i remember when i graduated college and i turned 22 which was pretty close to my graduation i like that night i was uh, like out like partying with friends and then midnight mm-hmm. struck and i just was throwing up constantly like at midnight (laughs) and I was like okay so I'm not in college anymore that's cool damn Uh, my body did know that but no at 13 (laughs) uh I was bat mitz but culturally I became a woman uh (laughs) I guess I didn't even think about it till you said it just now but like it was the year I right after I got my because I I got my period when I was 12 it's so funny to be like obviously you learn all of this but when you're going through it you don't connect the dots it's like I like the earthquake and the the screw like (laughs) literally it's like i knew you know you're supposed to get your period around this time and your friends get it so it's not weird in that sense but i didn't have the perspective to be like 
why is like life so hard? Like I wasn't like, oh, yeah. these are the years that they yeah. were talking about. Like you feel it. And then you're like, yeah, but that's not what they're talking about. And looking right. back, I'm like literally 13. That's was what it was. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. It's the, right, it's the year right after I got my period. <laughs> It's even stupider because all the songs you're listening to at that time, too, are like, how? <laughs> or if you're like, any, like whatever, if you're into the emo like shit that I was listening to at the oh, time, yeah, I it was to all emo, like punk. Yeah, the pop punk stuff. Dashboard, it's all like all of that. Right. It's everyone complaining about how hard yeah, life I is. Th- I think at that like, yeah. age, it's hard to recognize that you are actually not as individualistic and special as like maybe you think you are, right? Because like, I yeah. think like that was part of like my adolescence was like, I didn't want to be like a commodity. Like, no, I'm different. I am different. Look at how fucking different I am. And it's like, yeah, everybody <laughs> is. Huh. And everybody also share similar things in common with you. And right. like, if you're relating to something, odds are other people might be relating to that too. <laughs> like newsflash. That's interesting yeah. though. Cause I was trying to be not, I was trying to be this like fit in. I was like, to me, I felt, yeah, really but it's, it's the so. balance of, can I fit in, but also be like, like, I don't want to be an outcast. I obviously want to be liked and stuff, but I, I, I think it's like special. Maybe is the word, you know, like you kind of want to mm-hmm. have that thing. That's like, you want to be validated, but yes. yeah, I guess because like, I've seen both. Like, I've definitely had friends more in like sort of like the emo punk, and there's a little bit more like a counterculture. I think for a while I was really trying to fit in into like popular culture, so I kind yeah. of went the opposite. Like, I didn't want to be so different because I think I felt really different. So anything yeah. that made me feel slightly odd or weird, like I would cringe at because I think that's all the mm. stuff that I liked when I was younger. Just like I used to be a bookworm, right. I would read under the table when the teacher was reading or teaching and um, like I loved reading. And then, you know, in middle school, I just immediately stopped reading cold turkey because I was like, it's not cool anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's I definitely get what you're saying. Uh, I because I I think that's one like whatever. I knew I was a uh, I I like different things in my friends because I, I was just like following what my older brother did. So it was like sports and none of my friends like <laughs> sports, but I'm super into them. And then as I got, you know, into those years, we're like, now we're going to dances and we have to interact with boys. Like anything that I liked and like, I wasn't a graceful person. I remember like being like, oh, the fact that I'm like this sporty little tomboy now makes me super uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. And no one can can look at me and i i think i I talked about this on another podcast i was a and to this day am a a horrible dancer and i remember being really embarrassed about that and then like all the popular girls like trying to teach me how to dance at a party and i was like this is awful this is the worst you were the laney boggs yeah it uh it was truly just the worst moment of my life and i was like please just let me how be did they teach you how to dance because like a... i'm imagining they don't they didn't really know how to dance either like i'm imagining they're doing like popular girl dance where they're like blow a kiss brush your boob like what is what were they right. telling you to oh do? i oh god what they I, taught her I how to swing just... and she tore up the tent like what the fuck i, yeah. I loved like... school dances though i have to say like i wasn't popular but i loved grinding so i like that's where i <laughs> that's <laughs> that was your moment that was for shown i mean shine. is it good. shine shown it's shown? shined, Sh- but why do shined. I want to say shown? Is shined. it shown? Why do I want to say shine? I feel like that's shown, but that's wrong. Is it wrong? She's it's shown. It's whatever you want like these days. I think, I think that's like one of those words where it's like a context-based Damn. how you use it. That's where I um, shown. That doesn't sound right. 
No, but I think shined in this context is right. I don't yes. know. I'm making stuff up. I'm just <laughs> so shown. <I>, <laughs> yeah, shown. Yeah, no, that was the opposite for me. That was truly dances were the worst because I could not dress myself. Um, my mom picked out most of my clothes until college. And to be honest, I still double check with her sometimes when I buy clothes. <laughs> um, and so I was just like dressed like a little mom and didn't know how to Aww. dance. And uh, just was, I was like, I, I had this image of myself that was cool because I was like, I'm athletic, I'm cool. And then it just all <laughs> crashed in on me at those dances. But, I do uh, feel like you were cool though. You're being modest. But I um I was the total <laughs> opposite when it comes to clothes. Literally, like I wanted to be a fashion designer, so I took sewing classes and would make my own clothes and like oh. cut them up Ooh. and then I wasn't good enough to really do it for other people, but people would ask me to I cuz I knew my own body and I just like right. I wasn't, you yeah. know, I was 13 or whatever, but I would sew stuff and then like put it on and t tailor it to myself. So then one time a friend cool. uh, like commissioned a shirt, but it was like pre cause pretty hard for me just because I don't make patterns. So I uh, took yeah. her sizes, but it was like totally not didn't fit that well. But she gave me like $10 for it, which was a lot for me at the time. So yeah, that's, yeah, but, that's uh, a good chunk yeah. of change. <laughs> that's that's cool. I feel like now. No, it's deflecting. definitely like a freak thing, I think. That's like definitely in the middle school category of like weird. Not enough. I think I just always danced on the line. Dance, no pun intended. <laughs> because I think I um, am outgoing, but like a little too talkative. So sometimes I just found myself feeling annoying or like not comfortable like socially. Right. Yeah. But oh, that's I the think, worst feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But I think overall, I, I, I was like accepted enough to be like at the parties but not like like I always felt like I wasn't sure if I would get invited kind of thing if that makes sense yeah no 100%. I I yeah a hundred percent I I feel like that's where um most of us people exist in, us is people. in that line <laughs> yeah us, us people I don't know who that is but I don't know I I recently went to a wedding not recently but like back before corona happened mm -hmm. i went to a wedding in my hometown with like a bunch of the kids who were cool in high school and i was like you're exactly the same i feel like i've changed um so i feel like people who have uh grown feel i did that way. i like, did feel like though and especially in middle school that there was like the popular kids with a capital p and then like the lowercase popular kids were like the popular kids these were like they fit the perfect stereotype of like Parents have a lot of money. They have a really cool pool, a really cool guest house. Um, <laughs> they're a clique all in and of themselves because they all went to the same elementary school. They all go to the same synagogue or they all go to the same the church. My my middle school, by the way, was actually pretty evenly split between like Protestants and Jewish people. So it was a very like and 13 for both religions. <laughs> and no like, one else. No, honestly, like, no, I mean, there are other people. Was but, it a like, private school? I don't think I was, was that aware of people's religions. It was a, well, well, I, I was, was only Bay, aware. So maybe it's more secular, but. I was only aware because I got invited to a lot of mitzvahs and then like a lot of my friends <laughs> and me were Methodist and 13 is also confirmation. So 13, mm. it was just a popping year to be 13. We were hella <laughs> religious. We were hella up on our text. We knew a bunch of shit about God. We were teenagers. We were. <laughs> Getting anyway, but they're like, so like the popular kids was like the like quintessential movie kind of popular kids, but then there were the popular kids in that they were just well liked by everybody. And like, I, I, I thankfully I picked this up early that like I would so much rather be just well liked by a lot of people than fit the you know, st like stereotypical what you like have to 
physically aspire to be. That said, I did own a number of Abercrombie polo shirts simply uh-huh. because that's what oh, the so capital cool. B popular. Well, fuck yeah, of course. <laughs> did you wait? So, Teresa, did you wear like a lot of your own stuff? Was that part of the brand? Not in high school as much. I, I did make my prom dress one year, but um, I um, oh, that's cool. Mostly in middle school, it was more crafty. It'd be like I sometimes I like buy stuff from. This was I think it started. I started sewing in like fourth grade, so it'd be like limited to was the beginning of that right. sort of style. So I kind of mimic that aesthetic, like or I buy stuff and then like add buttons or zippers or lace it up. That was the era where like a lot going on was like trendy. What a weird aesthetic. Yeah. Do you remember like the nineties yes. when it was just oh yeah yeah. Layered, like just the, a lot mo- of layers. the most. Everyone was just doing the most. It was like zippers, yeah. eyelets, like ribbing, like everything, like frills, like ev- it was just insane. It was not a good look, but we liked it. Roosh, like wet seal was yeah. big. Um, wet seal, yeah. yeah Those stores gave that. like give, gave me so much anxiety because I was like, I know this is where <laughs> I have to shop, and I don't like anything in here. <laughs> Uh, but I did a lot of like one-sided shirts. Like those are it wasn't anything super hard per se, but I think because I started sewing so early by the time I got older, yeah. I did it was a little easier to like make stuff I wanted. Like I so yeah, I like I was able to like kind of fuck up while I was very young. Um but I I did still shop at the stores. I shop at Abercrombie Hollister Aeropostale, yeah. you know, but um, uh yeah, tried to be try to do all the stuff i really was all over the place i mean i can tell you guys a little because the last time i came on when it got deleted i told sort of the story so i feel like this kind of captures who i was and who i am yeah. uh it was like freshman year of high school i went to a private school for one year it was like a private catholic school kind of a lot of those like rich p- cool girls uh yeah. i think we literally had a few abercrombie model models like not the <laughs> not the salespeople, but the people who are yes. on the bags yes. yeah oh um, wow yeah. that's yeah. impressive that's impressive. Because um, they do call their sales associates models. What a scam. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, so I like had a crush on a senior who I knew, like we weren't, it wasn't totally random, but he was like the spirit commissioner. So he was very friendly with everyone. Kind of like what you would say one of those popular people for their personality. Right. Yeah. Like not, it definitely didn't fit in the like, kind of like jockey, whatever, but just well-liked, amicable, just but not cool like. dude. Yeah, he seemed like a cool dude and nice and like uh, ran the Spirit Commission Club and like, uh, you know, which is was a big sports school. So we would, you know, he would like do the cheers like not he wasn't right. a cheerleader, but he would lead the rage cage. That kind of stuff. Right. He was just like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do I, like I that's intimidating. The, the title yeah, Spirit I'm, Commissioner I'm is so much that? better than yell leader, which is what they would normally be called. Oh, <laughs> well, I, yeah, so I had a crush on him and uh, I asked him to Sadie Hawkins and he was a senior as a freshman by Ooh. giving him a stuffed lion <laughs> there <laughs> that oh. I bought. And they, they did um, Sadie Hawkins, I think, like in March. So it was like Feb- for February, like with all the Valentine's stuff. So it was like a Valentine's Day bear. No, not a bear, a lion. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, <laughs> Valentine's he, Day yeah, lion. It was like, yeah, it was like a lion that was like holding a heart. 
and uh, adorable <laughs> i don't know what i was why. Like, 14 years old it's really too old to be doing that i think but uh <laughs> yeah i don't know what went over it's funny because even looking back i realize how silly that is but even now i'm like i could see myself making the equivalent of that mistake now like i wouldn't buy a lion on a first date and give it to someone <laughs> but i have given a girl like a rose quartz on a first date so it's like i don't know if i've changed at all <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i uh on Valentine's Day, truly pulled the like classic. I I'm a terrible girlfriend. I feel like I'd be an okay boyfriend uh, because I like pulled the classic <laughs> thing. It was like lower. me, yeah, <laughs> so much lower. It was like me and a bunch of like middle aged dudes buying teddy bears from CVS on Valentine's oh my Day. God. Jesus, um, wait, you bought did, the bear? I bought. You're I bought you're a not shitty- supposed to buy a bear though. <laughs> I well like I had uh been told that like uh he like my boyfriend had set up a bunch of very nice things and I was coming in empty-handed and mm. that felt bad. So you didn't go and with like a fucking bottle of wine? No. <laughs> no, that makes a lot more sense. Like there was more... shit on Bridget. No, I'm just kidding. Um Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I panicked. Stuff. I I full panicked. But uh what what was the delivery method of this lion? Like how by, did you oh, you you person. like hand it to him? Okay, so you yeah, you yes. had I, yeah, what I was the reaction? Exactly. I remember it very yeah. clearly. Okay, because yeah. I I was I was nervous, but I think I I'm actually glad that I like did this shit when I was younger because it it was so nerve wracking. But I think this kind of thing makes it really easy to perform because <laughs> it's like oh yeah. Now, oh, I mean sure. now obviously I don't get stage fright, but uh, definitely when I was starting out, like there's a Early lot of anxiety on, yeah. that comes with performing. And I feel yeah. like I got past so much of like the butterflies by just putting myself in these like very anxiety inducing situations, uh, yeah. not on purpose for the anxiety, but looking back, probably trained my body a little bit. It's character building, about, like training your, yeah. Yeah. Oh. well, just even tr- training the tolerance for the anxiety. Cause it was a lot of anxiety, but I, um, but I also the desire over overpower the anxiety so like yes. yes i had a lot of anxiety but also very driven by hormones so um yeah i just, just balances this, out yeah yeah i just had this thought that i was like well i have a crush on him i'm you don't know if he likes me back but i felt we were flirting so i was like it's sadie's it's my one shot i didn't yeah i think what it is that i didn't understand not that i it's weird because now as an adult i'm like actually i like that i didn't understand this but i think no. what was weird and made me cringe later was like i didn't understand that there's like protocols and rules and like it's not really a, it's just kind of like a social faux pas kind of like all these rules like right you're but not it's really bullshit yeah act. yeah it is bullshit because it's yeah. totally bullshit anything if you it, don't try it is, yeah it is cool that you like bypass that but at the time yeah, yeah i can say yeah, yeah that's like nerve-wracking but i didn't know so it wasn't like i was doing this because i had balls or i was like badass or whatever right can we st- can we still say have balls and i'm as i'm getting older i'm realizing as phrases that i haven't used slip out out i have to be like i don't like using that phrase so yeah i feel because i feel like that's yeah. an outdated thing too because that implies it's super heavy on balls or uh, strength or something yeah, yeah. well yeah that's also a, just yeah. like male genitalia but i don't know so maybe that's R- not yeah that's not the right phrase i Courage. had uh, yeah. gusto whatever uh, you want to call I'll, it i'll, I'll give sure. you i'll give you the yiddish word of uh chutzpah chutzpah, chutzpah. yeah what does that yeah. mean does it also uh, mean balls no that I mean, uh, it doesn't <laughs> translate into that, oh, okay, but cool, what cool. what the connotation, yes, it's like, yeah, courage or like, yeah. I'm trying to actively change my like the way I use because certain things I 
just accepted because it's been in my vocabulary for so long. Right. I haven't said that oh, yeah. phrase in so long that now that it's come out, I'm like, wait a minute. So now there I'm trying to like, actively things, check yeah. myself as like these structural language things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come there out, are but. so many things that I, yeah, it's like, I've always been uncomfortable saying this. Why did I just allow yeah. this to happen? Yeah. It so really that should be check. more like have a, because vaginas are more resilient, but we don't need to get into that. And balls are so sensitive. <laughs> you like kick it and then they like shrivel. Um, yeah. So I, <laughs> so, anyway this lion anyway i i uh i had yeah i did it wasn't because i was brave or anything no but i got it at a super i got it at the grocery store it wasn't even like because your kid i couldn't drive like i was out with my parents and i wanted to get it and i just claimed i thought it was cute i didn't want to tell them i was embarrassed but i wanted (laughs) to give it to him and uh yeah i like hid it in my backpack and then uh i knew like we had a period where we would always kind of run into each other and i knew where his locker was so i I can't remember. It was, I kind of like waited till the right before the bell or something. Cause I'm, I, my memory, there weren't a lot of people there. I didn't want a lot of, like, just, I was embarrassed. Right, you didn't want so an I, audience. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I don't really remember if it had been like a prep period or something, but in my memory, it's like, it, it wasn't a lot of people there. And I was, uh, and then I like went up to him and I just remember feeling so nervous, like super flooded with like, like, I guess it's anxiety or butterfly, whatever, but like so much where you're like, oh my God, like I'm going to die kind of thing. Like, yeah. Right. It's adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. But at that point, it's like, you got to go through with it. Like, cause yeah. if you yes. don't, it's over. like, you don't get another right. shot. And then if you, and then you're just embarrassed at not doing it. And then also if you do do it again, you still have to do this. It's, it's like the jumping into ice water. It's like just swim right, exactly. because otherwise yeah. you got to jump back in. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're at the edge of the cliff. Like, you're not going to hike back down. Just right. Yeah, so I went over and then I asked him to Sadie's. I gave him the line. I, I can't. It's weird. I feel like he did take it, but I don't now I don't remember. But he OK, so he didn't say no. He didn't say yes. He said because in hindsight, I'm like, he probably was letting me down easy, but it was enough. This is how it was like very much trained me for the rest of my life. Because yeah. instead of just saying no, it kind of made me feel like there was a chance. So he said, he, <laughs> I think he wasn't planning to go to Sadie's, but then he was like, what's your, a-? oh, so then he asked me, what's your AM screen name? And then like, ripped. it was like very Ooh. in my head, like I thought it was a moment, but I think he was just being nice. So it was like a locker, uh, like, you know, like hallway uh, movie scene from a CW show where they rip off or maybe more Disney. It's not as like sexy as CW, but like where they rip <laughs> off a little note, you know, piece of paper and write down their number. So yeah, then right. like he wrote down his aim and gave it to me and then was like, yeah, let's chat. And he was like, yeah, we, but it basically it was a no. But in the moment I was like, oh, he can't go to Sadie's, but we're talking. So that was cool. Yeah, um, that's that's a good letdown. He's down. a good he's a good man. Yeah. Well, there is more to. Th- okay, so he didn't. Uh, so he didn't go to Sadie. So he actually okay. was like one of those cool guys who I think the school was like looking back, like kind of <laughs> superficial. So as a senior, I yeah. think he was just like I don't like he was cool, yeah, but not like this. like I don't want to go to this dance or whatever. Right. right. And um, there's like no point of embarrassing you, a freshman. He's yeah, gonna leave. Totally. Like yeah. yeah, he gets nothing out of it. Yeah. I think he knew I had a crush on him. That's why I think he was nice. And I think he wasn't doing it maliciously. I think it's like it's kind of cute this girl smiling at me and all like and i don't think i was even that actively flirting but in my head i was like we're flirting and oh yeah yeah you're doing so much more than you yeah he's an outgoing senior i'm sure he was just like oh this person's uh kind of following me around saying hi i will talk to her and i was yeah. like a oh, boy um <laughs> but uh so we did actually talk a little bit on aim and it the most embarrassing part isn't like 
the, the, that fact that I did this, but how much I liked him. Cause in my head, like he was so like important to me at the time. And we didn't really <laughs> mm. interact much. I like wrote so many poems about him. I was like pining for him. And I will say though, this is the part where I look back and I actually feel like I wasn't that off base. Like I definitely was like childish and didn't understand that it wasn't a thing, but he, I think did like the attention because he, a couple times he called me. So he called. Oh. So yes, mm. but it was, yeah. So there was something, but I don't think he ever intentionally was trying to like date. I think though he was curious or maybe wanted attention. I don't think it was or, that malicious. Or maybe he was like aggressively turning into let's be friends. And like friends do talk and friends do chat. No, no, but okay, so here's the thing. No. He didn't just call to talk. So he would call a couple times he would call and then I'd get a missed call from him. And this was when you had those flip phones. This isn't yeah. like, yeah. and then I'd call him back and then he would say it was an accident, but it happened like two or three times. Oh no. And then one time I just didn't pick up and then he left a voicemail that was like, Hey Teresa. So it was like for me. And then I was like, Oh, so he meant to call me, but we never like really talked. And so in my head, this like prolonged this narrative that we were like, like this, thing that was yeah, like the notebook you know, where it's like we um he actually really likes me for, for some reason um mm-hmm. can't you know emotionally unavailable was set that early for me as like this is the love i'm supposed to have like someone who i chase forever and eventually reveals in the rain that they love me um so yeah so i, I, I had yeah. i was like building this narrative that it would end with a big reveal uh but of course there was none um in hindsight <laughs> yeah. i do think he knew what he was doing. I don't think it was malicious. He was like, you know, what a 17 year old boy. But I, I at least it validates that I wasn't picking up on nothing. I think I picked up on some vibes. No, the, yeah. I, I don't blame you. I, I think I, <laughs> hearing the story would have played the same exact narrative. Cause also at that age, you play narratives over nothing. I'm Just playing like, that narrative I, right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Because that's weird. Why do you, would you call someone and then hang up? And then, and then like it, the whole thing was weird. And this was before tech, I was texting or anything. So truly like now, honestly, now I think about it, if TikTok and Instagram had been around, I feel like I could have made it a thing. I, I feel right, like I had enough game where I could have, yeah. I would have probably won him over, but, uh, didn't have, it's- I had game when it comes to writing text. AIM, but not game when it comes to handing a lion. I mean, I wasn't like a cute person, <laughs> gotta say that. Like I had I was braces, I didn't wear makeup. Yeah. Not that I have to, but you know, it's a it was a status thing at the time. You know, I wasn't like look, all, the school was very wealthy, people were in designer clothes, and I was just generally speaking, yeah. I liked me now when I look back, but I really like yeah. in comparison was just plain Jane, you know. Right. I <laughs> here's uh what my take <laughs> and and maybe maybe being generous but uh okay. let's play this game out um i think so you showed interest he was like let's follow up on this and see if it's like if, if something will happen <laughs> and up. then like w- was just like kind of threw a line out there for you to take and you were too embarrassed like he really should have like stepped it up a little more than just like a couple missed calls but I think if you like pulled on that thread, I asked romance him to say these. How is that not a move? I feel like that is true. I feel like yeah, I, 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 I don't the line out there. 
I you did throw the line out there, but I, I think he was a coward because he could have been like, I yeah. can't go to Sadie's. Do you want to go out another time? Which I didn't this even think true. was a possibility. But looking back, I know that if he had liked me in that way, he could have asked me out. So and he had a, had a girlfriend, I think, at some point. So he like, I think he just was more experienced than me. I maybe. Yeah. I don't think he ever saw it as like a real possibility, but I do think he liked the attention enough to like call me and like kind of it wasn't so much of a string along that i feel is malicious but i don't think it was right. totally like, yeah I it was, wasn't I was innocent me. Yeah. i was just about to yeah. say we're we're di- diving deep into the psychology of a 17 18 year old boy i do think teresa <laughs> your a initial game. reaction of like look it was not necessarily me but definitely he certainly liked the attention i think it's as simple as that but how much I like liked him is what embarrasses me because like yeah, I was yeah, like for sure. listening to Jimmy Eat World because he had it in his ear, <laughs> you know, like so it's like yeah. this is like stuff where I'm like it totally set me up for the rest of my life for my 20s in a way yes. that I hadn't even connected to like, you know, so yeah. probably a year ago. But just the way that I thought that's what it was because I didn't have any examples and it didn't end so poorly that I would consider that a learning point like i didn't consider that no. a lesson or a turning point at the time but looking back it really set up this narrative for me of like well if you like someone you just got to keep chasing them and eventually <laughs> you'll get to the heart of why they've been putting walls up and how underneath <laughs> yes. they actually like you and uh you just have to get around that and then it's not even i think it's a little different than the guys like say anything don't take no because for me i feel like i was very clear off the bat right. that I want no you'll to you'll romantic. take a no <laughs> yeah. I'll take yeah. a no and I was also very clear my intentions like a lot of times you hear in these movies these guys want to be friends first and then w- win the girl over I was like I want to date you and then he was like maybe why don't we be <laughs> friends first and I'm like okay cool it's maybe all right and then you know over time you're like is it getting closer to yes yeah and then eventually they're like just kidding so for me I think I if he had been like no I would have been like okay great moving on but I didn't really get that no yeah yeah it's, you really need the hard no because the other shitty thing about when you're pining for somebody is that you you read into like every everything yeah nanosecond everything. of micro like even down to like you know um when we were walking away from one another, he turned back to look at me as we were like, that's, <laughs> yes. come on, how do you know? Like, that's in the bag. But it's like, that doesn't mean fucking anything. Did you ever choreograph stuff like that, though? Because I remember I had a summer camp oh, boyfriend. Yeah. And I, I was like so obsessed with like the hair flip. I was That was like very young, maybe like 11 or something. And summer camp I, boyfriends like, choreographed, are. Uh. Yeah, the going, like the saying the goodbye. I was like, we're going to walk there. You know, I'm going to hug Tucker and then I'm going to walk away and then I'm going to flip my hair halfway down this hallway and look at him and blow a kiss. And I felt like the, oh my God. the coolest person. Yeah, I like that would be cool. That would be fucking that was really like cool. the last time I saw him. Yeah, I think this is where you're braver than me because like I would play those scenarios and then like not even like either half-ass it or just bail. Just hard bail. I think I'm in the middle of the two of you where I rehearsed things like different ways that I wanted things to go down and then like like make the adjustment as it's happening uh-huh oh dude I wish I could find I'm like now trying to see if I could find it because I used to have so long ago like a, a website where I would post poems like a I don't think it was what? a Zanga was it a live journal 
No, 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 no. Was there an Amazon that was websites or GeoCities maybe? It was something, but it was... No. GeoCities. Was it like... It, it wasn't WordPress. No, no, no. But I... Yeah, but I wrote poems about him. And I there was one I remember of like Oof. so... It's not good. And it was so dramatic. It was like when I finally like felt like I was free. I think it was something about like <laughs> freedom. Or something. I want to find it. Oh, my gosh. If I, if I find it while we're talking, I'll... I'll of course you, yeah. have to, that, you have to yeah that that's a that's a deep dive to make uh, uh but yeah i the the soft left letdown is you you got i i don't know if that's better or worse uh having you just know, like the it's e- it's certainly better than just being like <laughs> no what the hell is this but definitely, like we kind of said earlier, it needs to be a soft letdown followed by a hard no, because if it's anything <sighs> short of, you know what, I'm actually not interested in you like that, it leaves space for, but maybe one day. Like, I totally, I, I completely yeah. understand that thinking from the other perspective of like, you don't want to say no to a per- like, because you don't want to ruin someone's fucking heart and like everything that has led to this moment or whatever like obviously i think even if it's a hard no you can still recognize like god it took a lot of courage for this person to say something and i don't like them at all or like whatever's going through your mind but definitely psa folks if you're listening to this and if you find yourself in that situation you can be nice about it and still give a definitive no 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 not now not later no also yeah sorry go ahead well, I was just gonna say it's it's kind of a foul. I've been there too of like not wanting to let someone down, or part of it for yeah. women is there's an extra layer of fear. I think because if you feel like yeah. oh for really sure, pushy, yeah. there's a fear of like them not accepting the no. So I think that's like a real fear. But I I think the reality is if it's not a yes in that situation, it's a no. Like maybe is a no. Like and that took me so True. long to understand because they they would feed you these breadcrumbs on purpose because they don't want to let you down but as long as it's not a yes truly it's a no like there's no situation where you're like do you take you know blah 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 to be your lawfully wedded wife and you're just like um can i get back to you like it's a yes or a no it's if it's not a yes it's a no like that that is just the way we gotta look at it it doesn't mean it'll never happen but you can't i think that's gonna just save so many teenagers if they just go if she didn't say yes she didn't say yes. Like instead of thinking like, so maybe she'll say yes, because then yeah. you, be- the reality is I still had the heartbreak. Like I don't blame right. him. I was yeah. truly just an insane it was just, hormonal yeah. girl, but like, I don't think he saved me any heartbreak no. by, because he and didn't it was say prolonged. yes. It was like if it's not a yes, it's to me as a teenage girl, I'm like, I'm going to keep writing songs about you or whatever. Yeah. So like, <laughs> just say no. Maybe, like, maybe right. there actually is something polite in the, no are you kidding me never because then at least that person gets to walk away and be like well that guy's an asshole or whatever you know what i mean like that at least liberates them because then it's not even that i'm not attracted to you it's i'm an asshole Uh yeah well because also there because now this just (laughs) came rushing back uh there's like a too nice version of this because i okay i've talked about this website I think before on this podcast, but it was like, mm-hmm. I remember someone AIM'd, AIM'd me a link to this website and it was like, type in your crush and like, we'll oh tell God. you if, if they like you back. And so oh, I typed fuck. it like that, like that the naive dummy I am typed it in. And what that did was just send the name <gasps> of the person you typed right back to the person who sent you that link. 
No. Oh, that's so funny. Which, that is an which international is a, crime. Which is a good, yeah. So it, it just shot right back to my friend. Um, not my friend. A bully, <laughs> I guess. Uh, oh, no. And this was like, hi. Like, I must have been 12. And then there was a dance that weekend. And I don't know if you guys remember what... Um, uh, tie dancing was or had that in your school I but like know it was like is. so it was like the stage before gr- people were time. grinding yeah is it, it was a stage before people were grinding and what would happen was everyone was in a circle and like someone would have like a tie or a belt or something and like hook it around the person they want to dance with and then we they would like that. dance in the circle yeah probably yeah no it was a very yeah white school uh and uh so you would like awkwardly dance, not touching, but like weirdly close with yeah. uh, the person around all your friends. And the guy whose name I typed in picked me. And I was like, this feels like, and I was like, this feels like a pity thing. And I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And then we're uh, dancing uh, and I'm like, please make this stop. And then I feel uh, the the uh, most popular girl in school, like she like pulls like helps me out and like pulls my shirt and i realized what she did was my underwear was uh tucked it my shirt was tucked Mm. into my underwear like a true cartoon character and she helped and then later that evening um they became boyfriend and girlfriend no you live the what's uh never been kissed right wait is that the one no there's another teen movie that's a drew barrymore one is it what isn't the one where he like uh, gets out of the uh, limo or something. He's dating the girl. Is there something like that? Am I? I oh, there has the to be. I don't know. But what Bridget just described is a movie in and of itself. I like. Oh no, liter- it's a cartoon character. Bridget, it, like, I, re- it- I think I've actually heard you tell the story, but I didn't realize that the girl who helped you out wound up fucking what? dating oh that guy. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Yeah, they I were mean, both it was feeling like- sorry for you. So they're both. <gasps> yeah. Oh my. Wait. So yeah, is, they was both, she the girl they both that, commiserated uh, about it? Was she the bully or no? No, she was not the same person. That was a third okay, party so all just, to themselves. She was just um, co- like no, she these was are just trying nice. to be nice, and then yeah, but yeah, I, I this, could see how devastating that would be to you because not only was yeah. she nice, but she also they were so beyond looking at you as a, a fear right. that as, they just as threat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I knew it at the time. Like there was no part Damn. of me that had a delusion <laughs> that this was going to work out. I was like, this all like from start to finish <sighs> is embarrassing. I also like awkward, like to this day, awkwardly respond when someone touches me. Like I recoil, oh, so man. I just felt That's like true. a hand have, on my back. That is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's a thing. It's a thing That's I do, and so I cannot wild. stop it. And so I was like, "That was an awkward interaction." This is like it was just step by step, um, a, a terrible moment for me that I in no way I harbored delusions about it. I was like, "This is bad. You're gonna laugh about it later, Bridge." But right now, this is bad. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will uh, say, okay, so can I give a, f- a second but short anecdote? Because yes, I, I, I have another related one I remember that's similar to this. Yeah. And I really do yeah, think the more happens. I think about it, I don't think I changed at all, truly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, hopefully I've just gotten better at finding people who like want that sort of tr- attention yeah. and treatment. Well, I think but, you just um, become like more open to it also <laughs> as an adult. You're like, yeah, we're all weird. Sure. I don't think my like level of self-awareness has ever changed. I've just become like, all right, this is just what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think honestly it's not like I was like uh like a romance like cuz yeah, I, as a 14-year-old doing that, I didn't know him. So it's like if a guy had done that to me, I would also feel creeped out cuz it's like I was pining for someone I didn't know. But if you do know someone and you respect them in your relationship, 
I like, you know, still being able to write poems or shower the person, my partner with like right. little gifts. And I like to be with someone who likes that and isn't like weirded yeah. out by that. Yeah. So, but there's like a version of that that works as an adult. And there's a version that's yeah. creepy where you don't know the person. Um, but yeah, so then in, but this is a, in between. So then as a okay. senior, so as a sophomore, I went to prom with a, um, so then I switched schools, totally different schools. Okay. Not, yeah. not because of this. <laughs> what if it was like, I got so embarrassed. <laughs> Just I switched. left. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, uh, switched schools and then I went to prom with a different junior, but I actually had a crush on this. They were both in my math class. I was like in the class above, or I think it was like calculus, but it was, they were like juniors. So one guy asked me to prom right in front of the other guy I had a crush on who was about to ask me to prom. Like he had flowers too. Um, and I still am close friends with the guy I went with he actually just got married last year and like we're we're, like still very very close but um the guy who I had a crush on who I don't talk to anymore um obviously I said yes to Mark the guy who um I'm friends with now but uh because he asked I didn't know how to say no and I wasn't sure this guy Josh was gonna ask me but he had flowers and I had uh I had like hopes this was a case where I like hoped and I truly Almost as the opposite. Where I was like, no way. Like, I just so... You manifested. So, yeah, but I also had so much more confidence at that point because I was like, well, freshman year, it's only been a year, but that Teresa's behind me. I'll never be stupid like that again. So <laughs> I had a crush on this guy and then flirt with him in the same way. But then I was just like, well, he's definitely not going to like me. So he had the flowers <laughs> and everything. And then I didn't really know till like recess that he was going to ask me when he I saw all his friends talking. And then one of them came up to us and I, then they're like, would would it be okay if he asked your sister so this was like very weird oh. i have a twin sister and Whoa. they he wanted to ask me he didn't know her at all though he didn't know my sister but they <laughs> were just like well just ask her sister is the last day to put in your limo um order so he had to get a date that day and Ooh. so then oh he did God. and then she said yes it very <laughs> bizarre but okay so that's the beginning of this but i liked him there was a weird like on and off we kind of like didn't hook up seriously but like made out or whatever cuddled after right. prom and uh i liked him for a long time and when he graduated i this was like then by then it was like over but i of course still pined for him right yeah just Held didn't, on to it. i didn't know how to take things into a relationship like it was just like i would like someone and then i'd be like and then what now what we'll just right. get married when we yeah. turn 30 i guess <laughs> we'll just continue having crushes on each other for 10 years and for, get forever yes. yeah yes yeah so uh i this is embarrassing but i like picked flowers for him and, and then gave him like a pic this part is almost so embarrassing i don't want to say it but in the spirit of being honest i gave him a pic a framed picture of us <laughs> and we Classic. weren't dating like we weren't boyfriend girlfriend at all yeah. Like, it, like I still, I'm Ooh. like, that is so embarrassing. Yeah. I was, a, I guess this was when I was a junior and he was a senior because <laughs> he graduated. So it was a year later. Yeah. It's like truly cringeworthy. And when I look yeah. back, I'm like, oh God, that's so embarrassing. But also <laughs> f- like that I, st- adorable. I could still do so. I like still like this. It, I, I just think that I found more people who like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you, you also yes. found to do it at a, at appropriate moments. You, you read a room. You've learned to read rooms. Maybe, since. yeah. Or maybe yeah. I've just been more better about advertising who I am. Now I try to be really upfront because I'm like, I like to write poems. I'm going to frame a picture. You. Yeah. So if you don't like that, like maybe don't date me. But right. Yes. You got to, yeah, you got to, there needs to be some telegraphing before you give someone a frame picture. 
Like it, they need to know it's <laughs> either you're that kind of person or it's coming, you know? <laughs> no, I like to lay the, I like to lay those cards out early too. Cause it's like, look at this point, I, you're either on this ship with me or, or you're not. I don't want you to jump overboard, you know, later down the line. Right. Like if things aren't going to work out, I'm just like upfront, just like, uh, uh-uh, just like, is this going anywhere right. or not? And if no, then there's the door. Goodbye. Um, I mean, I mean, again, it's, it's the hard no that I'm such a big fan of just like, just fuck now, bitch. I'm cool. Like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, I, uh, I remember the name of the site, but I don't think it exists anymore. Oh, or no. It, it was Angel Fire. But Angel I, Fire. Oh, Angel yes. Fire. Yeah, do you remember that? Why did I wanted to say yeah. Amazon, but it, but, um, but I did a, like a, uh, not a roast show. It was a show where it's called Roast of Your 15 Year Old Self a long time Ooh. ago. And I'm like, now I'm like, I, I might have notes. Uh, if I can't find it ma- later, I find it, I'll send it to you, but. Oh, yeah, please. Um, yeah, because I feel like there's got to be, I mean, I haven't really, I only ever pull this stuff up for a comedy now, but I feel like it's so. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, so it's such, it, yeah, it's such rich territory. It's hard to look at, but. Uh, <laughs> if you... Oh, okay, okay. I found, okay, wait. Wow. I, I did save a, I, I think I, okay, I saved it as a PDF, but I got a, it's like a whole bunch. <laughs> okay. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Okay, so. You're... There's one called just watching uh <gasps> this is a podcast so no one gets the delight of okay. like watching your face go through these. But uh okay so these two poems I wrote about this Sadie Hawkins guy. Okay so the first one's called Betrayal. It's so funny. wow. Oh wow. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Um Oh, it's so bad. Okay. I'm stretching every last string I've got. I'm lining my cloud with my own silver lining, but no matter how much pollen I dust, it just doesn't seem to be enough. The more I try, Mm. the harder it seems. I want so much for this to work, but you've turned around, blocked me out, deliberately trying to bloody my back. Oh, you know what? This was about a girl, actually. Never mind. But I'll I'll finish it. It's so very... No, I'm into it now. Falsely sweet words, masking your soul. I'm trying to get past this, plastering on a fake plastic smile when all I want to do is break down and cry. I actually that was about a different person uh but okay this this one was definitely about the the guy it's called joy yeah. <laughs> this was when i was like i'm free i love these one word titles like this yeah, is no, you're very, very tuned poetic. into what poetry is which is just you know words <laughs> it's so bad free at last carefree at last cut oh. the strings of all my harnesses sweet bliss of freedom that i finally found air joyful and like a fish in water's blue and calm no more worries i found my way out no more sweat and sadness i can relax and enjoy i think wow. you could sell that to um kelly clarkson as lyrics and that would be a number yeah. one free at last it. is a bold thing to start a poem that with. would that would be in every dove commercial every fucking tiktok i mean i i think you're on to something okay but i Middle never America dated would love this that. person i wrote <laughs> yeah. this oh. poem about a person that like I, and I remember why I wrote this. That free moment was because there was like a uh, football game where I think it was like the. Uh, well, I was only there for one year, so it must have been like towards the end of the year when I was like over it. And I saw him, or I think maybe I'd gone back for an alumni game, or so, or like I'd gone back to visit. But it was after he had graduated, so I think it was like the next year I went back to visit the school. And I walked by him, and I was so surprised to see him because I hadn't thought of him for a while. And I felt nothing, and I just smiled, and it was like yes. a pleasant experience. And I said hi. And so I remember going home, being like, "Oh my god, I'm free!" Because he used You're... to give me so much anxiety. How many just... years later was this? 
It was just like probably the next year or the summer. It was probably okay, like, okay. I mean, time is so weird when you're a teenager. I think I had gone right. back. Yeah, if I'm remembering this correctly, it was like I transferred to this other school in sophomore year and then I still had some friends and I went back and visited the next year. Gotcha. But it was basically when I hadn't like, I just realized that it wasn't a thing or I moved on and then I saw him yes. and I was like, oh, and then I was fine. That's powerful. That's that's <sighs> a big moment. Everybody hey. has had that moment. It, it, you have to have that moment. You have to have the but moment I when you know. I never dated okay, him. This I'm, is so insane. Okay, like, but, yeah, but, you, but you never should have gotten to having that moment, this is but your, I'm, we're this glad This is your you muse. <laughs> I, I don't see, honestly, I don't see the problem here. This is your muse. <laughs> this is like your, you're creatively tapping into something. Oh, you you are God. living in your own world and yes it's a little nuts but who amongst us <laughs> who amongst us i'm living my own world right now okay it's called quarantine and i uh-huh. live alone okay <laughs> every inch of this apartment is my boyfriend now like i <laughs> y- y- you know like does do you so need funny. to have a connection to inspire art this is true. Well, that's a very nice way to put it, but I, 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 the poem is shitty. But I will. I never even <laughs> considered this, and now that we're talking about it, I wonder if this is a thing. Because uh, I would. I mean, I'm queer, and I like wasn't out in high school. I wasn't out to myself, but I like both men and women. And now, I'll, and now, I feel like there must be some sort of like me pushing into liking a guy super hard. Like I did like him, but I, I must right. have like. I don't know. Like maybe there was some sort of block for me personally. Like if I just like pine for this person, I won't have to think about the girls I like or whatever. Because right, I you liked you him wanted in a way to hold on. So yeah. aggressive. Yeah, yeah. To this like romantic ideal and like this narrative when I probably had people I could have dated around me, but I maybe was scared to like accept that. That is, you know, you're, I mean, also, I, I feel like feelings when you are that age are so taken to the extreme and so heightened. <laughs> they, uh, yes, for sure. Well, because that's the only thing you care or think about. Like, you don't have a loan to pay off or, you know, interest outside of, like, what's on TV <laughs> or in Teen Vogue, you know? Like, it's it's a pretty limited list of things that you're going to be, right. like, hyper fixated on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I get where you're coming from with all of it. It's uh, wild, but. Uh, and you I know, can't. Teresa, I keep writing. Keep, you know, keep, yeah. keep, keep tapping into that well. You I mean, Joy has some, yeah, has some. Let life. him have it. Let, let him yeah. have it. <laughs> oh yeah, my you God. Gotta, yeah, take that to some, uh, I almost said open mic nights. But, uh, oh, no, God. but those don't exist don't go to any of those you know what i just want to say this final note seriously emily dickinson in the closet her entire life was in love (sighs) with her i think her neighbor right but they were best Uh. friends and like all of her poems are about this woman and they never even dated Mm. so (laughs) you're Mm. just like less creepy when it's because of society's expectations and less like I feel like in her case it's more like well she's closeted but for me it was like a, a boy that clearly was not interested in me. <laughs> you know we, we can play the blame game all day but uh <laughs> all all that matters is uh on the other side of it you came out with some great art. 
Oh my God. They shouldn't have, you know what? I mean, like hundred percent against gay conversion therapy, but you know what? If they had a po- a bad poem, poetry conversion therapy, like if my kid ever writes, writes shitty poems, <laughs> right. shitty poem conversion camp. Yeah. Yeah. A wannabe poet camp. <laughs> no, I don't want to endorse any of that. Oh my no, God. No, I'm kidding. It's a joke. Would, okay. Who, I'm who would get work that, at that fine. camp? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's no, no one here uh, endorses any of what we just said these are jokes <laughs> but before we dig our own hole no, too um, late. <laughs> thanks, thanks yeah let's uh we can uh start wrapping it up because you've shared yeah. a lot we've gotten a lot out here um uncovered a lot of old poetry uh as we said earlier you have a lot of chutzpah because i have old poetry that i don't even think i'll read on this podcast um, <laughs> I have burned mine to a crisp. They're ash now. I love mining stuff for comedy. I mean, oh, I think I'll, I'll give a special shout out to the, because the show I did was a live show way back yeah. in New York when I lived there, but Elise Morales hosted and she just launched it as a podcast, I think this month. So it's called The Roast of oh. Your 15 Year Old Self. So yeah, it's a really That's fun awesome. show. Well, super, I have a diary. I feel like you guys, oh, you guys should have her on. I mean, whatever, but like, because it's probably yeah. a lot of crossover, but she, uh, she's super funny. But um, yeah, I had to dig all this stuff up to roast myself as a 15 year old. <laughs> and if it wasn't for comedy, I probably wouldn't be looking back so much. No, it's, it does help a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's fun. It's, fun. it's uh, yeah, it's so cringy, but it's worth doing. <laughs> if you ever send us your old poems. I <laughs> actually, yes, please. Rough stuff pod at gmail.com old poems old poems we're accepting them now old poems and social security numbers as always <laughs> and i think feet pics was one of them too right feet pics oh, yeah we must yeah <laughs> it must but. have been feet pics <laughs> <laughs> yeah these are just all dangerous uh cans of worms that we're opening but again <laughs> Teresa, thank you so much for coming on and sharing uh i'm I'm being um like uh putting the cart before the horse, but uh your last episode we recorded is a lost episode forever. So I'm glad we were able to do this um, for for real this time. Fingers crossed. Uh, I think it will happen. What uh what do you got going on? It's time for your own plugs. Um, just in quarantine forever. No, I host yeah. a live Instagram stream. Um, that's sort of like a makeshift stand-up show for now um on instagram it's called comedy quarantine so if you just follow at comedy quarantine we host it from that account monday through friday at seven pacific time and then i have a podcast which bridget has done it's called you can tell me anything so yeah listen to her episode and listen to other episodes it's fun (laughs) yeah it's a ton of fun definitely check that out uh you're listening to this podcast, so you should probably know this by now, but like send us your stuff at uh, your embarrassing stories. We never know when we're going to do another mailbag episode. So uh, send us your stories, roughstuffpod at gmail.com. And that's also all our social media handles. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I think people who are listening to this should check out. I think she likes you, Bridget and Teresa. Mm. Where can we watch that? Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's my short <laughs> film. It's it's online, and Bridget produced it. It's super fun. Uh, YouTube.com slash I think she likes you. Yeah. Thank you. It feels like so long ago now. <laughs> I know, it feels like forever ago. So thank I you for that assist. I guess it was just a year ago. Yeah, we did the festivals last year. Uh, we were last at Rebecca year. at Outfest. And yeah, we just, I guess, 
like missed all this i mean imagine having to do festivals this year i think oh, it's yeah. probably a cool experience in some ways too but i think in many ways grateful that our first uh yeah first oh no you're lucky like short film oh i was supposed to go run, to so. yeah no you got it in i was supposed to go to south by this year and this year oh my canceled. god well congrats that's exciting but th- yeah. did they still do screen it online they screened it online yeah uh so that movie was called waffle you can watch it online i think it exists now um yeah was and that the Sarah- one that you met um someone at tribeca did you because i remember at tribeca you met oh no that was a, a feature that has now halted production <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that now, I mean, yeah, I laugh, so but that is we, funny. Yeah, we shot like 75% of a feature that will maybe happen one day. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. But uh, we'll wait. We'll, we'll hold on that plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah, you want to say I'm goodbye at, to people? <laughs> yes, I am at SK underscore Griffith on Twitter. And then every every anything and anything I do or think will just be there for you to read so follow me yeah and uh (laughs) thank you guys for listening thanks again to our guest Teresa lee follow her find her stuff and uh we'll see you on the next episode